Hey everybody, have you considered starting a podcast? We here at Screwball highly recommend Podbean for getting your podcast out to a larger audience. Podbean has given us the ability to easily bring you Screwball each and every week on all of your favorite podcast services. Use the link podbean.com slash screwball to sign up and save up to 35% annually. You can also use the link podbean.com slash pro slash screwball to sign up for a business subscription. Happy podcasting. Hey everybody, welcome back to Screwball, a baseball podcast, your home for everything baseball. I'm your host, Mike LaPree, here with my co-host, Frank White. Hey, how's it going? This is episode 77 of Screwball, and again, kind of a uh, lighter, lighter news week. Uh, actually, we're going to integrate one of our top pieces of news into our topic, uh, which we don't usually uh, do too often, but we thought that with what's going on with a particular team at the moment, it would be important to talk about, and there's a lot of uh, conversation surrounding uh, that team. And we're talking about the Mets. <laughs> in particular so uh we thought why not bring them to the forefront of the conversation so instead of being uh relegated to a piece of news let's uh get into uh kind of what's going on with you know in recent with the Mets and you know their performance and the fans and and their owner Steve Cohen uh, there's a lot of a lot of stuff going on so uh in short I'll hand it over to Frank because he he again he he does our uh he does our topics if you if you don't uh regularly follow the show uh, he he handles our topics, and so in short, the Mets uh, have had a little bit of a slide here. They were in first in the NL East. The Braves came on strong. The Phillies came on strong against them, and the Phillies have uh, slid a little bit down to under 500 and uh, have had a lot of offensive problems throughout the year, a lot of injury problems, as they usually do. Um, Steve Cohen, the owner, is, is more outspoken than most owners, a la you know, Steinbrenner-type uh, owner, and uh, as of recently, the fans have been booing booing them and let them know their discontent for the team and the team responded with a thumbs down sort of celebration that teams usually do as they get a hit and that's where the controversy starts so I'll hand it over to Frank from there just to give a little background and uh you know this is quite the uh interesting development with the Mets it seems like nothing can go right for them this year and it seems like the Mets just always are marred in some sort of controversy or injuries or they can't get they can't put it all together ever it seems like so yeah, I mean, we had the Mets um, players, Javier Baez and Lindor, coming out saying that they are they hear the boos from the fans, and their retaliation, essentially, is to, when they do something good, is to boo them back. So, instead of, you know, obviously, they're not going to be able to hear them booing, so they decided to do a thumbs down to the crowd. It doesn't make much sense to me. You know, the Mets uh, seem to be a circus those last, really, two years. At the very least, the mm. Beltron issues and uh, new ownership, not not getting the team, finally getting the team, not getting it again, and then finally getting the team, yeah. coming in, uh, you know, brought the black uniforms back, um, being vocal on Twitter, getting players, making big trades, their GM had their issues. It just seems to be a big mess over there. The players are outspoken, Strowman all over Twitter all the time, calling people out, calling players out, um, calling the media out. You know, you have Baez now doing, you know, doing his thing, starting this. Um, Lindor been bad all year. Mets just not been good. Syndergaard never coming back, seems like. So they just have their issues. But the main main thing here is essentially the Mets fans dissing, or the Mets players dissing their own fans mm-hmm. by giving a thumbs down and Baez saying that you boo us when we're bad, so we're going to boo you when we're, when we're good. doesn't mm-hmm. make sense. This doesn't make sense. They're booing you because you're brought in to help the team win, and you've done nothing but make them worse. They were, what, first place when Baez got there? 
They're third place now. Yeah. You've done nothing. Lindor, $341 million, and you're batting 220. If if that. Yeah, at this point, I don't even know. He's got less home runs, you know, than, than anybody. He's got eight. I couldn't tell you. Jed Larry's got more. <laughs> Jed Larry's got more home runs this year than Lindor. Larry had eight eight plate appearances in his <clears throat> two-year Met career. There's something in the water over there. And Jed Larry's like 38 years old now. I mean, they want you to be good. Mets fans as, are as passionate and as loyal as anybody. Mm-hmm. Their hype is through the roof every year. They want to be good. New owner. They got the players. They had to bring the uniforms back. Everything seems to be trending upwards. They really didn't have a great year. Even when they were in first place, they were only, you know, highest they were was, what, five, six games over 500? But they're in first place. They're battling. You know, the ground is going nuts. Injuries and stuff, they keep to be battling. They, they keep winning at least enough to be in first place. But there's still struggles. Mm-hmm. Lindor was getting booed all year. It, it, it's not because they don't want, they don't like you or don't want you to be good. They want you to be good, but you're playing bad, and you're not changing. You're not changing anything. Right. You're still swinging through the ball. You're still swinging to hit home runs. You're still swinging and missing. You're not doing anything. You're fighting McNeil, even though they said it wasn't. You, you got in a fight with the guy. Simple as that. You know, McNeil is all different now. You know, he's got, I don't know what happened to him. He was a 330 hitter, and now he, he can't hit the ball. Mm. He's, like, trying to be a home run hitter, pulling out of his stance and everything. <clears throat> I don't know what's going on. You fired a hitting coach two, two weeks into the season. Then you don't have a hitting coach, they say. You have a hitting coach, and now he's being par- terrible. It's just a mess over there. It's just a mess. But the idea that the topic really here is, you know, what the Mets players are doing, the, the, the fans have a right to boo you. Yeah. They pay good money. They spend their time. They spend their off time from their daily lives to spend money and their time watching you. They deserve a good quality product. Obviously, it doesn't happen all the time, and that's okay. But when, you, when they boo you because you're not playing good, then you essentially tell the fans, well, we're going to boo you because we don't like hearing you. What, what is that? It's just not great. What is that? Now, if I'm an owner, that's done. Both them players, Lindor, everyone that put it down, the, the hands down, suspended. For a week. For a week. No pay. Done. I'm, yeah. not, I'm not having that. Because I don't care. Let's just be right honest with you. You're getting paid by the fan. Fan doesn't come through the door, you don't get paid. It's almost the reason why baseball didn't have a season last year. is because they weren't going to make money. Because well. the fan wasn't going to be there. If you're not going to be there, the fan's not going to pay, fan's not going to be there, you're, there's no point in you being here. Yeah. So if you're going to have a problem with the flyer, or with the, if you're going to have a problem with the fans, get out. Just get out. A million other players I can get that are going to love them fans. Boo them or cheer them. They're going to love them. Obviously, no one wants to get booed. you got to understand why. You can't tell me Lindor betting 210 getting booed he doesn't understand why he's getting booed team's not even team's in third place you can't tell me there's a, you don't know if you don't know that and then obviously you're, you're just not very smart yeah you know yeah you're just oblivious that might be a good reason why you didn't didn't win nothing with cleveland maybe that's a good reason you don't understand that you need to win or you need to play better and you won't get booed that bothered me it really did you can't say oh our, our fans they have the right to boo you really they almost they have the right to do whatever they want they pay to get in they pay your salary you're not, you're not going to perform, you get booed. Because if, if that normal person goes home, he doesn't perform, he gets fired. So why do you get, oh, well, I didn't play, oh, oh they're, they're booing me, oh, boo-hoo. Grow up, you get paid $341 million. Shut the hell up, hit the ball, and maybe play your damn, play how you're supposed to play. This is all you got to do. No, yep, I agree. And always have something to say. Always something to say. Showman's a big one, too. Always got something to say. Oh, the media is taking us out, he said yesterday at Twitter. Oh, the media is trying to... No, no, the media doesn't do anything. 
You literally just said we're booing the fans. What could the media have said? The media would have changed that. It would have probably changed it for the better. That's yeah. how bad that is. Yeah. You're booing the fans. That's like you might as well just took a ball, went out of the dugout, and whipped it out of kid. And just be like, yeah, no, it's your fault. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Mm-hmm. you got to be stupid. And that's not just me being a fan. It's just it's just common sense. I don't I don't go I don't go home and I, I, I call my boss. Hey, how you doing? I'm, boo, you suck. Yeah. What are you stupid? Yeah. It doesn't make sense. It just doesn't make that's just it's just it's. And then they and then they complain about what the, the what Sandy Ellison came out and said, you know, oh we're not we're gonna handle that we're meeting with him. You should. Mm-hmm. I'm the owner. I'm suspending him. And if that takes us the rest of the way out of contention, it's your fault. Yeah. Lindor, I got you for seven years, eight years, ten years, whatever the year contract is. You got a problem? Talk too bad. I have you for ten years. Retire. It's fine. You don't like how the way I just handled that? Retire. Because I'm not getting rid of you. I'll have you waste the rest of your career just sitting there because you're not going to play if you get really got that big of a problem with me. I just don't understand. It's not like you're playing you're, you got 95 wins and you're in a little slump personally and they're booing you. you yeah. You suck. You downright suck. You're worse than the Mariners. You're competing with the Royals. You're competing with the Nationals. I mean, you no, know, you're not the Orioles. No, but... Even if, you know, you can, it's like Orioles players coming out. Oh, they're booing us. You just lost 19 in a row. We're not here. To, we're not going to cheer for you. They don't just boo you right from stepping on the field either. No. Oh, here he comes and just boo you. Mm. Oh, you went 0 for one. You just struck out. Yeah, boo. You got a hit there. They wouldn't be like, ah, bah, you got a hit, boo. They yeah. want you to be good. Right. I just don't. I don't know why it, all of a sudden that changed. But the fans are supposed to go there and golf clap. Okay, you tried. No. Either if you don't play good, you get booed. I don't know where you learn. You don't get that. You're from anywhere. Especially in New York. Yeah, it's it's any part of life. You might not get booed. I might not, I'm not going to go to work and get booed, <laughs> but I'm going to get you know like hey idiot. Yeah, yeah. What are you doing? Something's going to happen. It's the same concept. You're going to get not besides getting hey idiot. Well, you might get hey actually get hey idiot. Yeah, it's gonna, yeah. You're going to get booed. That's yeah. part of your like you know, like play better. Right. You're getting paid millions and millions and millions of dollars. You can't take a boo. Well, then, then you grow up. Go leave. Pay me $341 million, hit me with a bat. I wouldn't care. <laughs> wouldn't care. Wouldn't think one, one blink an eye. He, oh, he booed me. Oh. MLB should almost get involved. MLB's trying to grow the game. You're essentially hating your fans. That's a great way to grow, grow the game. Yeah. Hey, the fans, you suck. Oh, thanks. <laughs> Come watch us. Are you stupid? You gotta be stupid. That's, that's what it comes down to. You gotta be stupid. <laughs> so it's not so much as a topic as... You know, more of a storyline kind of slash topic. You know, the players got to understand the grand scheme of things. I think they, I think they almost all do. I guess other than a few, that the the fans, you know, this is their their away from their normal life. They pay money and spend their time, their free time, to go follow a team and follow players and follow a sport that they love. If you don't perform, they're going to be upset, and they have every right to. You don't have to be that great, you know, oh, well, I don't like that the fact that they're booing us. That's okay. You're not supposed to like the fact that you're booing us. But you got to perform better. you got to change the way you're playing to perform better. And you know, almost like the Yankees this year. Obviously, they had their issues. But then they changed the way they played the game. Now they lead the league in stolen bases. Yeah. What's the reason for that? They got booed. They got embarrassed. They got beat up. You changed the way you play the game. The Rays, all them years were terrible. They said, hey, we see this kind of analytic thing coming in. That's us now. We're going to change the way we run this franchise to become better. 
you'll just keep beating your head against the wall and think something's going to change. Right. So these players are just, you know, I don't know. I, soft? I don't know what the word you want to say. You deserve to be booed. Yeah. I... If you went to a away stadium and they boo you, what do you say? Yeah, exactly. When you do something good, you know, it's the, you know, the quiet, the shush, you know, the thumbs down. Why, though? Why do you do that? Because they're booing you. And you love it now because that's an away team. These are your home fans. Yeah. Like, ah, oh, these idiots. That's your, that's your home fans. I don't know. That just, it just seems idiotic to me. Idiotic. It doesn't make any sense because, and you kind of said it where they're booing you because it comes from a place of love. They, Mets fans love their team. They're a passionate group of fans. Don't get me wrong because they're New Yorkers. Yeah. You know, they love their team. They want to see you play well. They're rooting for you really by booing you by saying, Hey, we know you're better than this. So what the hell? Yeah. You know, they're not booing you because they don't like you. They're booing your performance. Yeah. You know, it's, it's not just one at bat. It's not opening day. You went over one. Ah, here we go. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's, it's, it's Labor Day. <laughs> yeah. And you're awful. Yeah. Grow up and hit the damn ball. Like, let's go. Yeah. I, I just, I, it's, I don't know. And I'm a little surprised it came from guys like Lindor and Baez because they're the fan, they're fan favorites. Yeah. Baez was a fan favorite in the Cubs. Lindor has always been a fan favorite of really all MLB fandoms you know i don't i don't know many people that would really have anything bad to say about lindor so to see it coming from them is a bit surprising yeah you know they love the fanfare yeah and then you know again strowman has always has something to say you know you know this year's pitching great but you know overall a five-year array whatever he is he got a loser get right down to it he never won anything okay so you're you're a loser in the game not i'm not i'm not trying to discredit the guy he's got it you know he's pitching in the major leagues but you never won anything so Who's listening to you? Nobody. Okay, move on. So why do you always have something to say? Same with look at Bauer and his issues. Always had something to say. So, you know, you could just move on, let the fans, you know, do their thing. Obviously, if something goes haywire, you could you know, speak up and step up for yourself. But to always have some sort of interaction with the fans and, and discredit the media, it just doesn't make sense. Yeah. Why put a target on your back? And it sounds like a lot of finger pointing when you should really just be looking in the mirror. Yeah. You know? And then you got guys like Kevin Pillar, a nice guy. Guy got hit in the face, he wants to play the next day. He came out yesterday like he didn't know that the fan what the fan the, the pointing down was. You were in that clubhouse with them guys spending twenty hours out of twenty four hours a day with them. You know exactly what the hell that means. Yeah. I just I don't know. It just seems just stupid. It just it's exactly how the Mets you expect things to go down with the Mets. Yeah. It's just always a ruckus. It's like you know, Instead of the Bronx Zoo, it's just the Queen Zoo. It's always something. The owner hates you now. You're not yeah. coming back. Bias, you just write him right off. Go back to yeah. Chicago, win 40 games with the Cubs for the next five years, and strike out 300 times and move on with your life. Yeah, I don't think you see him back. Lindor, $341 million. That's, you, you might as well just write up right now, pay Bobby Bonilla plan, because <laughs> you, you don't think he'll see the end of that contract at this point. DeGrom never coming back. I think that's his head. It's center guard. I don't know if he ever plays baseball anymore. <laughs> like, it's just a, a ruckus all the time. And yeah. it's just this stuff. Just just stay quiet. It's not like this stuff happens once in a while. It happens. Mm-hmm. It's all the time. How many times this year the Mets have been in the media for stupid stuff the players have done or said and whatever? Just shut up. <laughs> just shut up. It's just The owner should just start fining them and suspending them. He's a guy that would do that too. Not, I'm not saying you shouldn't be able to say stuff. Don't get me wrong. It's the constant. It's the constant. You know, it's the constant, like Bauer, who constantly pick it on the league. Yes, the league has its issues. You should say, we're against the league, many things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean day in and day out, I'm going to yell at him, and he's paying me. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. Just really bothers me. Just because, again, it, it's the Mets. They're in a constant issues with the, with this all the time. 
It's not like some random pirates came out and a guy said it. Right. Like, they're out of the news all the time. You know, all right. It still wouldn't make it much better, but they're out of the news all the time. You guys always have something to say. It's the media's fault. It's the fans' fault. It's this fault. It, this. It's your fault. You can't hit the ball. You're batting 220. If that. You paid $341 million. Get in the goddamn cage and learn how to hit. I mean, Jesus Christ. Look at the Mets. And then you get the, obviously, the New York news. Oh, yeah. Nuts with it over it. Oh, yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah, what do you expect's going to happen if, you, you know, you're playing in New York and you got something to say against the fans? It's not going to go over well. Yeah, and now, of course, they're going to ask you a million questions about it. Yeah, yep. Now, now, it's, now it's the next three weeks you're going to deal with it. Yeah. Well, how was that meeting? What did they say in the meeting? What are the fans going to do? Now the fans, are they going to come out and, oh, yay, next game they're going to cheer them? Mm. Probably coming out booing them right off the rip. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He opened Pandora's box. You know, you really shouldn't have fucking said anything. Yeah. So I just, it doesn't, and now you're locked in. You're Lindor, you're locked in for 10 years with the Mets. Yeah, and you're already off, right off on a bad foot. Yeah. So. It's just, oh. It's it's just. They shouldn't have done anything. They shouldn't have said anything. They should have played their game like how they know to. Or if you're going to do that, just don't say it. Yeah. Just don't say nothing. Mm -hmm. Why would you ever say that? Yeah, Baez, yeah. That's like, you know, that's like the Astros would have just been like, yeah, we did it all. Yeah. Why would you ever say it? Yeah, it's just bad. They're never going to call you out on it. Why would you ever say it? It's bad for PR, bad for everything. You know? I mean, that's just common sense. I don't know. That's the Mets. They'll never be good. I don't know. I think that just seems to be the going trend. Oh, it was the owner's fault. Sure, it was the owner's fault. Okay. The owner came out and said a lot against it. So, you know, he didn't like it. No. You know, right off the rip, he didn't like it. No. Obviously, for that's good his reason. money. Yeah, yeah. He just bought the team for billions of dollars, and you're like, ah. Yeah. I hate everybody who comes and roots for me. Oh, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> Makes him feel good about his investment. Yeah, I just paid $341 million on you. Yeah. For the next 10 years, and you hate everyone. Well, that's good. That's it's a, yeah, it's a strange... Yeah, like you said, Baez is probably out, and it's just a strange reaction to booing. You Really, if you're getting booed, just play better. It's like, okay, well, they're, clearly they're not liking my performance. You know, you see it a lot with the Yankees, too. New York, it's just it's just a New York thing. Yeah, you see you know? it anywhere. The Dodgers got booed this year. Oh, yeah. And stretches. Yeah. You know, the Padres are getting booed right now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, Phillies, I mean... Yeah, they booed Santa Claus. I mean, they'll believe yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Uh, Fans let you know. Yeah, they want to... Again, this is not... They don't get paid to sit here. Mm-hmm. This is their free time. They work 40, 50, 60 hours a week, whatever it is. They got their own lives. They spend their own hardworking money to come spend their time and their money here to watch you. They want a good quality product, and they deserve one. Mm-hmm. And if you're not going to... You know, you got to try. They're trying. I'm not saying the Mets players aren't trying. But you're not trying to change your game to better your your team's performance and to better your fan reaction is just not smart. You yeah. have to be your fans or what you are. Yep. So without the fans, you're no, there's no game. Without the fans, you're working an office job. You're working, you're back in, you know, your home country or town doing whatever it is. You're a gifted athlete and talent to come here and get paid all this extra money to play a game. You have to respect what got you there. Mm. And it's the fans being there, paying their money and they're spending their time to get you there. Yep. To, to badmouth them, it's just idiotic. I know, yeah. It's the same with the media. To badmouth the media all the time. Uh, they do stupid stuff too, but it's their job to get the news. Yeah. Yeah, they're not really spinning a story that you already made bad. Especially if they're yeah. a Mets reporter, he's not going to spin bad news against the Mets. Yeah. In New York. Yeah. What do you think? His, his, he's like, you know, his boss is going to be like, yeah, let's, go, let's keep this guy right. He's like, no, get out. Yeah, yeah. The beat writer's going to have your back most of the time. Yeah, now, so. yeah, well, Philadelphia guys are just talking about the Mets. Okay, maybe he, he twists it a little bit, but... You know, it's just that's just the way the world. Yeah, right. I just I don't know. It's just it was just I I just couldn't believe it. 
Me neither. I couldn't believe it. I was just, it's just <laughs> bad. It's just bad. It's bad for baseball. Yeah. Yeah. If you have players, because now you think it's like, oh, well, three players did it or whatever. Now there's, there's 20% of the players are probably doing it mm. or thinking it. Yeah. yeah the... just, and you're trying to grow the game. And you're doing stupid stuff like that. Mm. Those, you know. Especially, like I said, when they're fan, they're fan favorites. Lindor and Baez were on the cover of, you know, of MLB The Show and, and Mr. Smile Lindor. And, oh, and yeah. I, I don't, like I said, I don't think anyone had really any bad things to say about specifically Lindor. Now, now you just on your foot in the door of this 10 year contract and you're, you're just immediately like fell on your face. Yeah, so it's like performing team yeah. performing and you're already talk, essentially talk shit to the fans. Yeah. If I'm a Mets fan, I'm, I'm very upset. It takes a lot, it takes a lot, a lot for Lindor to get back on my good side. A lot. Not just, oh, he gets on a hot streak. Like, yeah. No, it's going to take you playing MVP, win an MVP, me win a World Series in the next two years, or I'm never going to like you. Yeah. Now it's on the fans to hold them accountable for what they, they said and did. So, yeah. you know, the fan, and Mets fans will let you know. <laughs> you know. And they should. Yeah, yeah. They've dealt with a lot of crap. Yeah. And there's a lot of loyal fans there. Yeah. And there's a, a lot of fan bases. Almost every fan base has their loyal fans. And Mets have some of the most loyal and the, lo- the biggest loyal fan base. Oh, Not yeah. just a small group. There's a lot of fan bases. Philly, the New York, you know, Los Angeles is kind of, they have their small group, essentially. Yeah. Cardinals fan base. Oakland fan base. San Francisco, the, Oakland. San Francisco. They, I mean, they love their team. They oh, want yeah. you to be good. They want they want to spend their money. They want to be good. They want to be there for you. Yeah. They don't want you to talk a shit about them. They wouldn't boo you if they didn't care. No. They wouldn't believe you're playing good. Yeah. Well, like giving yeah. you everything you got. Mm. I mean, diving, crashing the walls. They, they want to see that. They want to show that they're getting their money's worth. And right. right now, they, they're not getting their money's worth because you just said, I hate you. Yep. That's pretty much what you said. You just put a big sign up says, I hate you. <laughs> and move on with your lives. I mean, it's just stupid. It's idiotic. And if I'm a Mets fan, it leaves a real bad taste in my mouth. Yeah. Um, and now the owner's going to have a riff from the GM, the owner, from the, fan, the players. Now it's going to be a bigger rift after his tweet to them. I mean, it's just, now it's just, it's, it's a mess. And just, some of them fans and players, you're not getting back. Mm-mm. Yeah. Because of that. There's a rift that's just never going to get mended. Yeah. I don't know. That's, that's our topic, I guess, and a piece of our news. The Mets. Yeah. That's a loaded topic, and uh, there's going to be a lot of Mets fans kind of eyeing everything they do now. That's, yeah. that's the thing. A lot I mean, of sports fans will be watching every move. Uh, what do you think? You gotta have some quick, you know, two cents to throw in here. That's just not smart. Yeah. It's just not smart. No. Mm-mm. Like, not... If Judge would have came out and said, "I hate the Yankee fans." Oh no! Listen, I'm a big Judge fan, but that I, that probably wouldn't fly with me. You know, if yeah. he's like for oh. me, I, I I'm already on. You know how I am with him. Yeah. That I would I I never look at him again. Yeah. I'd be like that's fine. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just it's just not smart. It's no. It's not smart, and it's it's a shame. It's yeah. Shame. Especially when baseball's really done a couple, actually, reason, recently done a couple good things to really grow the game. And then you have the players, the players themselves, coming yeah. out and be like, bleh, yeah. we don't like them. Might have a harder time with the CBA, you just, know. Just more ammunition mm-hmm. for, the, for the owners. You want more money from me and from the fans, but you don't like the fans. Mm-hmm. Got it. Yeah, yeah. Makes sense. It's a good bargaining chip. Yeah. yeah. I mean, <laughs> just <laughs> incredible. Just incredible. We'll see what happens the final weeks here. Maybe they uh, take that criticism and run with it, or, or I don't think they keep the pace with, with booing, you know, doing the thumbs down and stuff. I think that's going to stop very quickly. But you never know with the Mets. It's always a, it's always oh, something yeah. going on with them. So they'll so. just start doing a thumbs up now. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> yeah, that makes good. everything better. Yeah. 
Oh, you got a hit for the first time since April? Yeah. Yeah, great. But let's move on to more. Uh, actually, the other two pieces of news are actually uh, upbeat news. So let's yeah. move on to that. Yeah. Um, I only got, that was partly one of my pieces of news. So, uh, so there's only two pieces of news now before the wrap up. The first is retiring legends. Uh, last week, we got news that both Yadier Molina and Miguel Cabrera have planned their last seasons of their tremendous respective tremendous careers. Uh, Yadier Molina announced uh, an extension with the Cardinals and that 20, the 2022 season in which he's being extended to will be his last while Miguel Cabrera announced that the 2023 season will be his last uh, as well. Uh, Miggy coming off his 500th home run and soon to be 3000th hit uh, while Yadier Molina will no doubt go down as one of the best defensive backstops ever. Um, so within the next two years, we lose two of the really one of the greats of the game. You know, you lose a great catcher and you lose a great, First base, third base, DH yeah. guy, uh, great hitter. Ambassadors yeah. so, for the game. Yeah. Um, I believe Miguel Cabrera from Venezuela or I, Dominican Republic and Yachty as well. Same kind of. Yeah, Caribbean um, uh, yeah, descent. Yeah, you know, um, but great ambassadors for the game. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I mean, we're going to, at least we got the idea of knowing they're going. I, I kind of like that idea. You know, that's why I hope Pujols plays another year so you can kind of know this is it. Yeah, he's really another keep an one. Eye on it, you know, to know, like, all right, this is this is it for him. Yeah, guys like that deserve a go a going away tour year. Yeah. You know, well, it's just to let that everybody know, like, hey, this is this is it. So get a good look. I'm gone. I'm gone. Yeah, instead of at the end of the season being like, well, I'm done, just fading away and be like, I wish I would have got one more chance to see him. Or yeah. Really pay attention this year to him or something. So plus, if you do that, you get free stuff from the teams. <laughs> if, <laughs> yeah. if that's the way you look at it. Yeah, yeah, if you really want to. But, yeah. Um, Real quick, let me just throw a couple other things in here. Um, Hall of Fame induction ceremony coming up in about a week. It's going to be a double double induction ceremony, essentially, because of last year. Mm-hmm. Um, Pirates fire their hitting coach, uh, Rick Eckstein. Um, we have the Rays with 18-1 versus the Orioles this year, um, which is incredible. Thanks, Orioles. And uh, Yankees had a 13-game win streak. So that's just some pieces of news I want to throw out there um, before we get before we get to our next section. Um, I'm Pretty sure you got another piece of news or two you want to throw out there. Yeah, just one little piece of news, not MLB related, but baseball related. The 2021 Little League World Series ended on Sunday, August 29th. The Taylor North Michigan Little League defeated the Hamilton Ohio Little League for uh, by a score of five to two, generating the first Little League World Series win uh, since 1959 for Michigan. Uh, this year saw only 16 American teams involved, rather than the typical international pool, and was also the first. World Series, uh, Little League World Series held since uh, 2019 due to COVID. Uh, so, uh, you know, I know we always watch Little League World Series. I watched probably a little bit more of it than I usually do. And congrats to Michigan. I thought that the California and Hawaii teams looked good. Uh, the South Dakota team, that, that one kid uh, pitching one like hit, Chris Sale. Yeah, one hit in 100 innings. Yeah, so there were a lot of good uh, a lot of good baseball to watch. Little League, anything can happen. It's just a fun thing to watch. Yes, um, Marcus. And, uh, you know, the, the level they play at for their age is, is impressive. So, uh, yeah, shout out to the Michigan Little League winning the 2021 Little League World Series. Yeah. And, uh, you know, like I said, just uh, not MLB related, but, uh, you know, good stuff and good stuff to watch if you never watched it. Yeah, and uh, Michigan winning, that's that's great for them. Ohio had a great year, and South Dakota got fourth. I think Hawaii got third. Hawaii is always very good. But, uh, yeah, Michigan beat Ohio. It's... I was just going to say it for once. Yeah, maybe that's a new trend. Yeah. That'd be pretty cool. With college football coming around the corner. Be really good. Yeah, Michigan for... could start beating Ohio. And you know what you're doing. You yeah. know who we are. For once. Yeah. <laughs> Three but, times. So. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, that's, that's pretty cool. So. Yeah, good for them. Uh, and then number four, we got the wrap-up. Uh, who's doing the best right now? 
Uh, well, the Giants still on the best record in the league at 84 and 46. The Dodgers right behind them uh, in the NL at 82 and 49. Uh, over in the AL, the Rays still on the best record at 82 and 48. Uh, the Astros are the closest behind them at 77 and 53. The Dodgers on the best run differential in the league at plus 209. And the Orioles on the worst at minus 231. Jeez. So not much changes there. Uh, not much really changing with the records at this point. Uh, the Rays have been red hot. Uh, you know, the Yankees battle in for 13 in a row. Uh, Rays play about, you know, seven against the Orioles, and they beat the snot out of them. So uh, the Rays have been red hot. Giants have been good all year. Dodgers have been good all year. Astros have generally been pretty good all year. So not much changing in the standings. You know, the Red Sox obviously fell a little bit from grace. Uh, A's are trying to get back in it against, you know, in the wild card and against the Astros. So you got some stuff going on there. Padres fell from grace. Mets obviously fell very oh far gosh. from grace. And then uh, you have the Reds in the second wild card. So that's something to you know look at, too, if you're a Cincinnati fan. Yeah, yeah. And Cincinnati, yeah, it would be great to see them good. Um, the home of baseball. Yeah. So um, some hot teams, though, I want to mention. The Rays playing well, as you mentioned. The Yankees. Royals on the back of Salvador Perez going nuts with home runs. Good for him. I'd love to see him take the home run lead, uh, you know, to go for the first catcher to ever hit 40 home runs. Yeah. I mean, just record-breaking. After a couple injuries and shortened season and getting older on a not-great team, I mean, this is great. This is, you know, some historic stuff. Yeah. Um, Astros playing well, Braves been red hot, and Dodgers playing well. Yep. Um, some teams here that have been ice cold. Um, the Orioles are ice cold. <laughs> um, A's have been struggling of late, but they're due for one of their hot streaks, 13, 14, 15, 30 games in a row, whatever <laughs> they want to do. Yeah. The Mets not playing good, uh, no kidding. Uh, Padres, I think they're two and eight over the last ten, three and thirteen over the last sixteen. I think we've seen. Yeah. And um, the Diamondbacks, not playing well. So. Yeah, there they go again. So, yeah, it makes sense. Um, I should say the Diamondbacks are not playing well, except Cattell Marte because he's batting like three sixty. Oh, I know. So he's doing great. The rest of the Diamondbacks are like, yeah, you know, we don't know. Yeah. So. Um, but that's uh, some hot and cold teams I just want to throw out there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like I said, not much uh, changing in the way of the standings. Um, this is kind of the time of year. We saw this last year where some of these teams just kind of, you know, they ride it out to the end of the year. You know, we've obviously seen some uh, great downfalls of teams in September. So uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, playoff pictures looking good. Some really competitive teams in there. Uh, teams that deserve to be in there. Padres, I'm very surprised about, honestly. I thought that the Padres would be rivaling the Dodgers for the division. Never thought the Giants would oh, be there, but gosh, yeah. um, I don't know who predicted that. Maybe some Giants fans out there. but no, I doubt it. Yeah, I mean, even they probably had their expectations in check, but uh, good for them anyway. You know, they didn't think they'd be at this point. They, I guess they'd be thought at this point to be rooting for the 49ers, you know, so I don't know. Yeah. But Or, yeah, yeah, I would say the Oakland Raiders, but, you know, you know how that goes. Yeah, yeah either way. So. Uh, so let's move on to our who's hot, who's not section, our hot and cold players of the week. Uh, so as I usually do, play, uh, the AL and NL players of the week are my first two. So number one, I have Salvador Perez, batted 320 over the last week with a 920 slugging and a 1313 OPS, had five home runs in five games. Uh, and his last five games in particular were probably what garnered him the player of the week. He batted like 380 or something over the last five games. Um, number two, uh, the NL player of the week, Tommy Edmond, playing really, really good. Uh, 462 average over the last week with an 808 slugging and a 1290 OPS. I believe he had some home runs, stolen bases, all that good stuff. Yeah, Edmund. Yeah, playing re really good. 
Number three, Brandon Marsh, the Angels, bat 579 over the last week with a 789 slugging and a 1389 OPS. Number four, Bryce Harper, batted 476 over the last week with a 1000 slugging and a 1538 OPS. Just been killing it this year. And number five, Aaron Judge, contributing to that 13-game winning streak the Yankees had, 476 average, 905 slugging and a 1405 OPS over the last week. Yeah, uh, these guys are playing great. Some other guys to look at, Austin Riley, hitting the ball really well. Edmundo Sosa for the Cardinals, playing great. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Joey Wendell, really hitting, hitting the snot out of the ball. Joey Lunchpail. Joey Lunchpail, yeah. Some pitchers that have been pitching well, Dylan Cease, just Joe Musgrove, complete game shutout the other day. Yep. Uh, Max Scherzer been great with the Dodgers. Wade Miley, I, I think, is like second or third in the league in WAR in the entire league behind Otani, who hits. Yeah. Um, so that's nuts. Um, and Kelly Jensen, pitching well last uh, few outings for the Dodgers. Um, after his, you know, bad stretch there. Yeah. Um, Dodgers fans happy to see him kind of back. Now there's someone that got booed. If you want to talk about fan bases booing a player, Kelly yeah. Jensen was being booed. And he was, <laughs> I, I don't know, Mister Consistent. Even I mean, he was there pitching good when he, like, Andre Ethier or Matt Kemp were roaming around the outfield. James Loney was there. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know? yeah. So, and then now, you know, they won, and now he's been struggling a little bit. He's been going down kind of uh, slippery slope. But um, sure. he's still, you know, pitching, you know, uh, maybe right around an all-star, you know, bottom level all-star, all-star player. Yeah, he's effective, you know. Yeah, he's, you know, he'll take it for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In a, in an age where it's hard to find consistent relievers, consistent closers cuz closers tend to have really good years, really bad years and they kind of flip-flop. He's one of the guys like an Aroldis Chapman or a Josh Hader that you can kind of throw and you can pretty much just say this is our closer. You know, yeah. he's one of those guys. Kimbrel. Yeah, you can just throw him in the bullpen and and he he'll be fine. Like even if he's not having the most effective year, He's, he knows how to get the three outs. Even if he gets up to two runs, even though you have a three-run lead, you got the win, he's going to get the outs. Yeah, he's getting you the three outs. Yeah, it's hard to, you know, especially with that cutter he's got, it's hard to hard to manufacture an inning against yeah. someone like with that. with velocity going down, obviously, you become more hittable. Yeah, right. Um, so with that, let's move on to the cold players of the week, the who's not players. Um, number one, Leody Tavares. Uh, zero average, zero <laughs> slugging, and a .050 OPS over last week. He's over for his last 19. Do it. Um, yeah, that's definitely will get you the number one spot. Jake Cronenworth, uh, number two, .056 average, .056 slugging, and a .376 OPS over the last week, uh, contributing to that Padres streak we talked about. Uh, number three, Harrison Bader, .083 average over the last week, a .208 slugging, and a .362 OPS. So you have Tommy Edmond doing this, and Harrison Bader going the other direction. So if they can both kind of get that hot streak going, the Cardinals can maybe fight for a wild card spot. Uh, number four, Kevin Newman, .091 average over the last week with a 136 slugging and a 267 OPS. And number five, Carter K. Boom, uh, .095 average over the last week with a 143 slugging and a 383 OPS. Just a prospect that just has not worked out at all. I don't yep. think I've ever really yeah. seen him. Well, that's how it goes. Prospects don't always work out. So yeah. trading and stuff becomes sometimes he's good now. We're going to try winning now. Let's not worry about later. Right. You pretty much got all the guys I I had on the cold list here. The only other guy I wanted to mention was Jose Altuve. Been struggling late. And some pitchers that have been struggling. Uh, Griffin Jacks, not pitching well. Otani, got beat up over his last um, last outing. And we um, got hit by a pitch recently, day-to-day. So that's something to keep an eye on. Yeah. Um, he did go get his 20th stolen base the other day. Became the first angel to have 40 home runs, 20 stolen bases. That surprises me that Trout didn't do that. When I saw that stat, I was like, Trout didn't? Those first 40, couple 20? years when he was really still on bases, he must have been like 39 home runs. That's it must have been in the 30s, yeah, that's yeah. what I thought. So, um, another pitcher, James Caprillion, not pitching that great. 
Spencer Watkins for the Royals got shellacked, so he's not pitching good. And Daniel Bard getting beat up for the Rockies uh, of late. So those are some pitchers um, really not pitching their best right now. Yeah, yeah. To get to the next section uh, of the show, it's the injury section. And uh, not too bad, really, this this week, which is good. good. Uh, Tristan McKenzie, after those unbelievable starts, um, he's been placed on the IL with, uh, you know, shoulder fatigue and stuff like that. He should be coming back soon. He's already progressing. Kenta Maeda, season end of surgery. He's done. Tim Anderson keeps getting day-to-day, day-to-day, day-to-day. His legs soreness, legs soreness. They said playoffs he's playing for sure, um, but they're just being smart with him. But he has missed, like, four of the last six games. Okay. So three in a row at some point. Okay. Um, not in the lineup again tonight. Uh, Jason Castro plays in the IL. Reese Hoskins, surgery out for a year. JT Romuto rolled his ankle the other day. He's day to day. Jack Flaherty came back, pitched pretty well. Back on the IL with a shoulder injury. I'm not sure if you'll see him again. Yeah. Tyler Antone for the Reds came back from the IL for one for one appearance. Tommy John, he's done. Uh, and Chris Bryant been day to day for the Giants here recently. So another guy, um, some big names, and all these guys are essentially in the playoff race except, I guess you could say, uh, Tristan McKenzie and Kenta Maeda. Pretty much everybody else is, you know, affected a playoff team or you know. Trying to get there. A contender. Yeah. But on the good side of the injury news, uh, Gleyber Torres on a rehab assignment. Expect to be back soon. Kluber activated. Will be pitching tonight for the Yankees. Mm-hmm. Uh, Carlos Rodon pitched the other day. He's back. Pitched pretty well. Uh, Trout has been doing on-field activities, but still feeling soreness. They've said he might even shut him down. So they're trying to progress him, but also he's not really progressing. So kind of weird situation there. That's a shame. Yeah. Alex Bredman activated the other day and has been red hot since coming back. Uh, Chris Bassett. Progressing surgery feels good. Expects to pitch again here in the near future, so that's good for him. All right. Uh, Kyle Lewis progressing. I know it hasn't heard updates from him in a while, but their hope is a rehab assignment maybe soon. Maybe get some at bats here down the stretch. Maybe help fight for a wild card spot. Yeah. Uh, Dakota Hudson has first rehab assignment coming back from Tommy John for the Cardinals. So if he can come back, maybe with Flaherty going down, maybe he can help the Cardinals make yeah. a push. Yeah. Clayton Kershaw throwing, hoping to come back here in September sometime. Chris Paddock expected to be activated here in the near future. And Dillson Lamette expected to come back for the Padres in sometime early September. Okay. So those are some relatively good news for a lot of contending teams. Yeah, uh, Lamette and uh, Paddock. Lamette in particular uh, seems to always have injury problems. Oh, well, that all the time. Um, so, you know, with the team that's had uh, notable pitching problems – that could help a little bit, you know, get <laughs> someone like that healthy. I mean, Jesus. Even if you get him out of the bullpen for an inning or two and you could be that guy. Yeah, Something. I mean, yeah, at this point they'll take anything, I'm sure. Yeah. So, so, we'll see. But other than that, that's pretty much it in the injury news. You know, it was a relatively good week. Not a ton of bad injuries or nothing too crazy and a lot of more updates from guys already hurt. So, that's kind of what you want to hear. Always um, good. Yeah. So, um, then I get to our last segment here is, of course... The famous trivia question. Yep. So with the season kind of rolling to, uh, you know, the playoffs and coming into, you know, this team's on pace to win 100 games. Not like, oh, it's May and you're on pace for 100 games. We're talking it's Labor Day. You're on pace for 100, 100 wins and stuff like that. So I wanted to bring up this trivia question. And there's been eight teams in LB history that have won 100 games and still missed the playoffs. Who was the last team to do so? It's a tough one. Yeah. So, and the answer Makes sense. The nineteen ninety three San Francisco Giants at a hundred and three fifty nine, a six thirty six win percentage, finished second in NL West, and they missed the playoffs. 
reason, 93, before the 94 strike, before the CBA, no wildcard teams. You didn't win your division, you didn't get in. Yep, makes sense. So, 103 wins, missed the playoffs. The first team to do it was the Cubs, of course. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the early 1900s, but they, they had 104 wins. I think this is when they played, what, 154-game season? Yeah, yeah, something so like 104 that. 104 wins, you, you 50 losses. Yeah. They still missed the playoffs by six games that year. but Probably like the Giants or something. Yeah, 1900, probably, yeah, Philadelphia A's or something. Yeah. Well, the Boston Beanieers could have been out there, across the Rockets. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, um, but yeah, trivia question. Eight teams have won 100 games and missed the playoffs in the same season. Who was the last team to do so? The 1993 San Francisco Giants at 103-59 missed the playoffs. That was the last team to win 100 games. And I think that's pretty much locked in. You won't see another 100-win team miss the playoffs. I no. It doesn't make sense with two wildcard teams and a division winner each. I mean, you'd have to have seven teams with 100 wins in the same league. You'd have to have a huge parity problem because then you'd have to have, yeah, like seven teams or whatever in each league winning 100 games. But then you'd have to have – then the rest of the teams would have to have like 100 losses. Well, the AL be awful and the NL just go nuts. Yeah. Something. Yeah. Because, you know, you got three divisions. I mean – Three divisions, and you get two, it's five teams. Mm-hmm. So you have to have six teams to win 100 games. Yeah, which is like... In just one league. Yeah, it's impressive. Like you I said... You have 30 teams. Yeah, you have to have a lot of 100 loss teams. You have to have a lot of bad teams at that a point. Bad. Yeah. Like, yeah, bad. 115 so, losses and just nonsense out there. Yeah. I don't think baseball's really had a problem with parity like like basketball does. Basketball has a, bit, a pretty bad parity problem, I think. Um, but I don't think... I don't... It just seems so unrealistic in today's game. Especially it, with the playoff idea of expanding. Yeah, if they expand, then you're definitely that's definitely out. Yeah, you know? yeah, you have more teams, you know, seventy wins to make the playoffs, and you would have a hundred teams miss it, hundred right. wins miss, I should say. Right, right. So, uh, but that's a trivia question. So, what, what teams kind of rolling around hundred wins here? Giants, you know, right already on the doorstep. Uh, Rays and Dodgers. I figured this was kind of something to take a look at because you're never going to really see it again. And yeah. it's funny because Giants are the team that was the last one to do it, and they're the first team that has a shot at winning hundred games. So, yeah, just uh, kind of. All relative, I guess. Yeah, it worked out well. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that's kind of it for, for this episode. I don't really have much else. Just, uh, you know, typical good baseball going on. Uh, nothing other than the Mets stuff. Really, you know, really crazy going on. You know, just uh, keep, hopefully the Yankees can keep the pace uh, that they were on. Hopefully they don't lose 13 in a row now. <laughs> After winning 13 in a row, so they just lose all the ground they made up. Um, good to see the Braves playing well. Good to see, you know, I, I, I kind of like that the Giants are doing something because then it's, there's a surprise team in there because everyone else is not really surprising me. You know, the Mariners, like guys, are teams that are fighting for wild card spots surprise me. The Mariners in particular surprise me. Uh, the fact that the Red Sox are ahead of the A's surprise me. So, um, we'll, you know, we'll see how this shakes out here by the time this goes up. We'll be in September and that's when things really get crazy. So, uh, you know, good luck to all the teams. Uh, in the AL and the NL, and then may the best teams get the playoff spot, yeah. and then then the real season starts. You know, so we'll see what happens. Yeah, yeah, we got a Labor Day coming around. That's usually like you know, hot team from Labor Day on. Colorado Rockies went all the World Series from Labor Day on. So yeah, uh, crazy baseball going to happen, and um, you know, excited to see what's going to happen here. But again, um, go to a game, go to your favorite team's game if you can. And if they play bad, boo the hell out of them. You have the right to do that. So make sure you go do that. <laughs> you have the right to do it. Let them know. And the, the players have a problem with it, then leave. Yeah. So you don't need them. Yeah, they're big boys. They can handle it, I yeah. think. 
they get paid a lot of money to handle it. So. Yeah. But I uh, just wanted to throw that one more time out there. <laughs> Go to your game, and if you have a problem with it, boom. And if Don't we end up like doing a Mets game this year, I won't be booing. <laughs> Every little bit. I don't care if they hit a hit, I'll boo them. They can shake my hand, I'll boo them. Like, you're, you're just, you're just, look at you. You're a piece of trash for booing me. There's probably going to be a lot of booing going on. If I hope so. You know. So, that's it. So, nothing else. Football starting up. Preseason's over. You know, Raiders football's coming back. Excited to see that football all together. Fantasy football, college football, um, fans back um, pretty much everywhere. I think everywhere. Uh, so, exciting. I, I, you know, again, uh, one of the most anticipated football seasons we're ever going to have, as well as it was basketball and hockey and baseball because of fans being back in a little bit more of normalcy so you know that's coming around the corner again labor day baseball's coming to coming to the playoff push football's just starting it's an exciting time uh hockey and basketball aren't far behind yep nascar is coming to just started the playoffs so i mean everything kind of you know coming up millhouse right now for sports yeah. and yeah. the weather is only gonna really cool down a little bit and be nice and not humid yeah. in our area so i mean it's just perfect kind of time to be you know Watching your fans, watching your teams, and maybe booing them if you wanted to. <laughs> so excited, excited, excited for football season too. Excited yeah. for the Raiders, but excited for baseball playoff push for sure. Yeah, after the next episode goes live, I believe is when we'll. After that, we'll be able to talk about football. So I know you're excited for your Raiders, and uh, we'll see what happens. So good, good time for sports. Yep, definitely. So with that, that's all I kind of got for this episode. So if that's all you got, we can wrap this one up. Yeah, that's it. All right, guys. Well, thank you for listening. You can catch this podcast on Apple Podcasts as well as Google Podcasts and Spotify. You can listen on our regularly updated YouTube channel as well as our website, screwball.podbean.com. You can follow me on Twitter at RealMichaelPree. You can follow me on Instagram at MichaelPree. And you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at FDubs10. You can follow our official Screwball Facebook at ScrewballPod. You can follow our official Screwball, excuse me, you can follow our official Screwball Twitter at ScrewballPod. You can follow our official Screwball Facebook at ScrewballPod. No E and Screw. And that's it from us, guys. We'll see you next week. Yep. Take care.